The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. set you free happy hump day i'm leslie marshall welcome welcome back only true democracy in talk radio up for and by you the people we have two great guests joining us in this hour and i hope you will as well not gonna have as much time for phone calls but you know the drill we are a talk show you can talk to us in addition to listening our number 888-6-LESLIE 888-653-7543 because we have a very busy day in the next couple of hours and we have two guests let's get right to it first up we have patriotic millionaire dan berger dan is a philadelphia lawyer specializing in complex litigation from the plaintiff's perspective and that includes antitrust securities consumer protection employment environmental and civil and human rights mr berger is also very politically active and is the largest supporter of progressive political causes and groups in the philadelphia area currently he is a sponsor of the progress project that's being co-sponsored with the brookings institute and it is investigating the nature of social economic and political progress in the historical sense and how to restart and enhance historical progress. I would be a student in that class. That ticks all the boxes for me. More than a pleasure to have on the program. I actually think he's been on before. Patriotic millionaire, Mr. Dan Berger. Uh, Mr. Berger, thank you for joining us. Uh, Happy hump day, sir, and welcome. Leslie, it's a great pleasure to be with you. Uh, first time, long time, as they say. Ah! In, in sports, <laughs> in sports radio. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, they do. First time, long time, right? Um, you know, we have a debate coming up. I'm going to be there at Hofstra. Uh, with yeah. my role as a progressive on Fox News Channel, in addition to my role here as the host of uh, this program. And uh, th- they're saying, uh, the predictions, it's going to be the most watched debate in the history uh, of the country. Now, you, as a part of Patriotic Millionaires, I got to say, and I'm not just, I'm, I'm just, I'm not just kissing up, I, but let me kiss up for a moment for, for good reason. Patriotic Millionaires is definitely one of, if not my favorite organization. Let me tell you why. You are people that don't have to spend your time. You have the money to write a check and you know give a damn and just throw some money at something but you guys especially you mr berger and others in the patriotic millionaires do so much more and that's why i have you on the program and i want people to know about individuals who do more than just write a check and i love what you're doing here which is you're saying lester holt you're debating the first you're moderating excuse me the first debate and we want a first debate democracy. First off, so that folks that haven't read all the background, haven't been looking at your website or listening to you uh, at Patriotic Millionaires, you and others as members there, what are you asking of Lester Holt 
in a first debate democracy? Well, actually, we're we're asking for two things. Uh, initially, we're asking for uh, a, an inquiry of the candidates, not just uh, Mr. Trump, but uh, uh, both of the candidates, their views on the status of what we call political equality in the country. And, um, uh, you know, that means that uh, we're concerned about the imbalance of of political power in the country that has flowed from the uh, imbalance of economic uh, power uh, and economic wealth uh, in this country and the concentration of economic power and wealth in the hands of the few. So that was the initial uh, <clears throat> inquiry that we are recommending and have recommended uh, uh, be front and center in 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 the debate. And as you know, Leslie, that in, it turns around the issues of money and politics. So, and, and I'll come back to that in a second. We have a second inquiry, which we think is essential uh, because of the unusual uh, nature of the uh, presidential election cycle, uh, this go-round, which includes a candidate, namely Mr. Trump, who has shown utter disregard in his actions and his rhetoric for uh, constitutional principles and uh, democratic principles uh, that have been followed in this country uh, for decades, if not centuries. And uh, we feel that it's, it, it, his rhetoric and his actions have raised uh, as an issue uh, whether or not he can be uh, relied on to fulfill the oath, of, uh, the oath of office if he were to become president to protect the Constitution and fully and faithfully execute the laws of the United States. So we have essentially those two uh, focuses that we have uh, put into play and um, uh, are seeking to have addressed uh, in, in the debate, uh, particularly the first debate, because as you say, this is going to be, you know, one of the most uh, historic uh, debates and um, uh, uh, of all time and uh, with the largest audience. So we think it, we think it ought to be uh, included in the first debate. Uh, and I agree with you 100%, because you do have two very wealthy individuals, and we do have a problem with imbalance in this nation. I mean, the gap in the country between those who, the haves and the have-nots, uh, is growing faster. It's it's growing faster than we've seen in the past century. And, you know, I, I ask you, as somebody who has money, Mr. Berger, but somebody who must be good with money and certainly knowledge of economics uh, in your position, not just as patriotic millionaires and an attorney, but everything you're involved in, uh, can we really sustain this have have not uh, in in balance not only of power but uh, you know inequality uh, among the masses between you know the rich and the poor you know financially and an economic level I, I don't think so and, and it's, a, it's a fundamental issue I, I, again um, uh, in terms of the debate uh, we we were seeking uh, an inquiry because you know you can't handle all issues during the debate but I must say that the, the, the issue of economic inequality is a legitimate issue that should be debated uh, and should be aired in the, in, the, in the political process, which has gotten, you know, hasn't really gotten uh, much intention uh, because it, in, it involves uh, what I would call 
underlying or structural issues in, in, in the economy. But in terms of this debate, we're talking about the, the, the issue of political equality. You know, the country was founded on the principle of political equality. Uh, you know, all men are created equal, uh, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, the rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And um, that was to be expressed by the idea uh, that, you know, of, of, of uh, p- uh, widely participatory democracy uh, and representative democracy where people would vote uh, for uh, their representatives and um, uh, each person would have the same vote. So, and it really was embodied in the idea of, uh, you know, Supreme Court decision in the 20th century, one of the most famous Supreme Court decisions was called Baker versus Carr, which articulated the idea of one man, one vote, or one person, one vote. And now, unfortunately, uh, we have, uh, we don't, we're not following the, doctrine of one man, one vote, but we're following a doctrine or a principle of one dollar, one vote, okay? So the more dollars you have, the more votes you have in a representative democracy where there's special interests who are heavily lobbying uh, the representatives and uh, who are engaged in blatant and flagrant uh, influence peddling. So uh, we think that uh, uh, you know, the public should, that there should be an inquiry uh, of the candidates as to what their positions are on this problem and, you know, what potential solutions uh, there could be to the, to, to the problem. Um, I think on the issue of economic inequality, which is tied to this, but more indirectly, that is, the, the lack of representativeness of our political system, uh, because the wealthy and the powerful have more influence than the, than the average person. Uh, the patriotic millionaires have, it, it, this is largely a public policy issue. In other words, what policies, what, what are the explanations for the growing levels of economic inequality and wealth inequality, which, you know, you have mentioned, uh, that have been that have you know been rising in recent decades. What are the causes of this, and what are you know reasonable policies uh, that could be adopted uh, that would 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 moderate uh, these inequalities? Uh, and the patriotic millionaires, um, you know, have a sort of a policy agenda on those issues. Uh, so that's sort of the, uh, you know, that's sort of the, the an overview in a nutshell of, of uh, those issues and how we, how we think they figure into the, uh, into the debate process. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about the uh, patriotic millionaires saying to Lester Holt, hey, you know, we want democracy in this debate, and holding both of those candidates accountable. You just heard our guest. You'll hear more from him. We have a break in just one more segment. If you have a question or comment, we'll try and fit you in. 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Follow the Patriotic Millionaires on Twitter at Patriotic Mills. The website, patrioticmillionaires.org. More with Patriotic Millionaire Dan Berger, a lawyer in Philadelphia, right after this. The Leslie Marshall Show. Truth and common sense fused together for you. Call her now at 888-6LESLIE.
If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Millionaire Dan Berger from the Patriotic Millionaires. Follow them on Twitter at Patriotic Mills. The website is patrioticmillionaires.org. Uh, we um, have a number of things to talk about here. I wanted to ask you uh, quickly, Mr. Berger, do you feel it's important for Lester Holt and all moderators to fact check and hold the candidates, both Trump and Clinton, accountable if they say something that's not accurate? You probably remember Candy Crowley did this with Mitt Romney years back. Absolutely. I, I think that's part of their responsibility. I think he would be doing a disservice to the to the public uh, uh, if uh, he didn't do that. Uh, I would say at least there is some backup in, in that the uh, the other candidate can can fact check the uh, uh, his or her opponent. Uh, Leslie, one thing I wanted to address, and uh, I would be remiss unless I raise this that the patriotic millionaires are also calling for an inquiry into Donald Trump's understanding and commitment to constitution, constitutional and democratic rule in this country. And, you know, Trump's activities and his actions and his statements have been so extreme as to raise questions as to whether uh, he could protect the Constitution and fully execute the laws of the United States, which he would be required to do under the oath of office. Uh, should he win, and um, uh, I think it's absolutely essential for for Holt to go into this, uh, even though it's a sensitive and potentially embarrassing subject for for Mr. Trump. But uh, it doesn't appear that Mr. Trump understands the structural setup of, uh, uh, of 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 constitutional government in this country. There are three separate, co-equal branches of government which are independent of each other. And he doesn't appear to understand, for example, that the judiciary is an independent branch of the government and that he would not be able to criticize a judge who is presiding yes. over his fraud case uh, in which he is a defendant uh, and to uh, try to imp- uh, pressure or intimidate the judge to withdraw from the case. So, I mean, that's just one example. Uh, he doesn't seem to understand, uh, just going back for a minute, you know, Trump has has been uh, quoted as saying there are 12 articles of, uh, to the U.S. Constitution. I don't know where he got that figure. There are actually seven. Uh, I, I doubt seriously whether he uh, really understands um, the provisions of the Constitution. And if you're going to protect the Constitution, you ought to understand the provisions. And I don't think he understands that there are 27. There have been 27 amendments over the last 230 years, and what the basic and most important of those amendments are. So uh, one of the articles of the Constitution, which he apparently doesn't understand, has to do with the full faith and credit of the United States. Trump proposed in not only a policy proposal that was wrong, but it was of monumental stupidity to uh, seek to renegotiate the debt of the United States, uh, which would mean that he would be defaulting on part of the debt of the United States. This is such a monumentally stupid proposal that uh, it, it, it just shows a, a you know a degree of ignorance of not only uh, the economic effects uh, of, of his proposal, 
but his lack is complete lack of understanding of the legal and constitutional framework in which that that was incurred. Abs- absolutely, uh, abs- absolutely. Oh, go ahead, Mr. Berger. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay, another thing is he doesn't appear to understand that there's an amendment called the First Amendment, which guarantees a free press. His attacks on the press, uh, regardless of how effective the press is, and uh, regardless of what the failings of the press uh, are, uh, is completely inappropriate and inimical to to constitutional rule uh, and principles that we've followed for for 230 years. And um, indeed, he has threatened the owner of the Washington Post uh, with an IRS investigation. And the company of which he is the CEO, Amazon, one of the largest companies uh, in the world, with an antitrust investigation, if he is elected president because he uh, disagrees with the opinions being expressed by the by, by the Post, this is a blatant violation of the First Amendment. Um, the press deserves criticism in a number number of respects. But if if, if 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 something like this were to be, uh, you know, uh, pursued by Trump, it would be an invitation to, uh, you know, to uh, the, the, the institution of a police state in, in this country. He also doesn't appear to understand the 14th Amendment to the Constitution, which guarantees every citizen of this country certain basic rights and those rights cannot be taken away without due process of law. And his blanket statements uh, about deporting people and preventing people from entering the country and profiling, profiling people uh, does not correspond to uh, the, the provisions of the 14th Amendment. They're blatantly, anti, they're blatantly unconstitutional uh, in the way that he is proposing them. So um, these are a couple examples. He should be questioned closely by the moderator. Uh, these are more important than the issues of uh, money and politics. Uh, uh, absolutely. And Mr. Berger, I want to have you back on the show yeah. again because we have a lot more to talk about. And we have three debates for president and one for VP coming up. Patriotic Millionaire Dan Berger. Follow them on Twitter at Patriotic Mills. The website, patrioticmillionaires.org. More after this.